Happy Friday, everybody, and welcome to The Fine Line. Today's episode is about mythology. Um, I think the four biggest myths that um, modern humans subscribe to are the ideas of sin and salvation, enlightenment, and culture, sort of like as its own truth or believing that their culture is correct, which is known as ethnocentrism, and all humans have that, but <clears throat> that doesn't make it true. Um, it just makes it easier to um, thrive in a harsh environment. But with um, the cultural breakdown that we've seen so much in modern societies, I feel that the to continue to think in this way is just sort of like leading to folly. So um, one of the big things about mythology, especially sin, salvation, and enlightenment, is that these ideas have been a way for organized systems to turn spirituality into a business, also known as religion. Um, the reason this is important is because a lot of uh, organized religions or established religions preach a message of love or, um, you know, peace, but they use fear as a tool of control, like, if there was no hell in Christian literature, then there would be no need for uh, salvation. If there was no fear of reincarnating to a lower caste or an animal, then there would be no need for enlightenment. Um, so I feel that another way to approach reality in general is sort of holistically. Um, it's important to remember that all religions contain kernels of truth. Um, and these ideas have been preserved uh, in written record. Um, but, and they're all their own unique lens for looking at, you know, what you might call God or true reality or whatever. You know, I call it God because I have no other name for it. And um, so it's not that belief or faith is bad per se. I think it's really good to study. Um, but in Hinduism, there's also the concept of unlearning everything you've ever learned um, so that you can find the truth behind what you were taught. Um, and this kind of goes with culture. Like, I feel like culture and religion sort of, um, they're a symbiotic uh, relationship there because culture uh, perpetuates the idea that this way that we live is the correct way to live. It's the correct way to behave, and you're silly or ignorant or inappropriate if you're not like us. Um, obviously, some people have reached points of being more accepting um, or patient, but um, the, it's, it's, a, it's a very pervasive uh, way of thinking. So... If religion taught you the truth, then all religious leaders, I think, would be as cheaply dressed as the entire homeless population. Um, because truth doesn't, um, truth is not a, a business model that leads to profit. Because um, if you're able to seek truth and um, follow that path, I feel that there is like a certain amount of uh, money no longer coming into play. Um, you know, if they're, if your religious leaders are wearing fancy clothes, I feel like that means that lies are being perpetuated in order to generate income. Um, you know, if you're able to make people feel vulnerable or, um, you know, make them believe that you're helping them out of 
uh, a spiritually damaging situation. Um, sometimes it's easier for uh, these leaders to take advantage of people and, you know, take their money. <laughs> um, so I feel like the biggest way to fix, well, it's not really so much a problem. It's a problem in that it um, is a system of control. But what I think is the beautiful part of religion or spirituality is the actual journey itself, the process of trying to find what's important in life. And that can be taken from any religion. I think that's one of the reasons why they say there's so many paths, like up a mountain, you know? Um, and I think that any religion that says it's the only path is only in it for the money. Um, so this whole idea of becoming an independent seeker, not just of enlightenment, not of salvation, but like really looking for the truth. Um, I feel that God is knowable and... Um, will <laughs> reveal itself if you seek it because like I think God is sort of just like the source of the idea of God it's the source of truth the whatever you know um, everybody understands it somewhat differently and I can't really like claim to be able to explain it myself I just simply think that if you're paying somebody every week to know God for them to teach you when God is all around you and um you know, absolutely willing to like communicate in whatever way you're willing to receive, then, you know, what are you giving your money for? So, um, yeah, anyway, short episode today. Um, those are all the notes I have. Um, I have not decided next week, early next week's topic, but thanks for joining me and thanks, uh, to Ronald Jenkins for letting me borrow some music and yeah, have a good weekend.